Hello, listeners. Welcome to a very special mini-sode of the Banquet Hall podcast uh, in collaboration with Black Expression. Really excited to bring y'all an uh, artist who's going to be featuring at Black Expression coming up next Friday. Uh, so really dope. Wanted to share this post. Amazing talent with y'all. Uh, for those of y'all who haven't tapped in with the Banquet Hall before, make sure y'all follow the podcast at Banquet Hall Pod. But looking forward to bringing this artist story with y'all. Uh, but first, how are you doing today, Little Blue? How's your day going so far? I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. I'm feeling really good. I got some great news today. My book is going to be sold um, in stores at one of the biggest uh, bookstores in Portland, Oregon. Right. I'm super excited about that. Very blessed. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's amazing to hear. Congratulations ahead of time. Definitely excited to talk a little bit about your book. Uh, but what I've been doing lately is getting all these episodes started with a random icebreaker question. And yours I'm excited about because as I was doing research for uh, this mini episode, I noticed a Q&A on the bio side of your website. And one of the questions was about aura. And so I was wondering, what color is your aura today on this Friday as we're starting to record this episode? Today? I feel like I always give yellow. But mm. I always give yellow. Uh, sunflower type vibe. Always try to be bright. Always try to um, uplift myself. So, yeah, it's definitely giving yellow today. Okay, we definitely rock with yellow. I similarly feel I consistently give off the same color aura. Mine is usually a little blue, uh, mm -hmm. a little on the chiller side, but I always tell people a darker blue. I don't want like nothing too light, but something mellow, something chill. Uh, so definitely on some chill vibes today with the blue and the yellow. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the main questions that we have today. Uh, first things first, whenever I do a podcast, I always like to get to know a little bit more about where our guest is from. So you grew up in Philadelphia. How did Philadelphia shape you as a person? Um, I would say, like, as far as me being a poet, I think in Philly, like, art was more accessible, or they had a lot more of, like, the Black spaces, and I think it was just really inspiring seeing so many Black women doing poetry or doing art, and it just made it more, like, like, my goals were obtainable. Like, okay, they're doing it. And I can do it, you know. I was definitely like more so in the poetry scene. I started that when I was a teenager. So it was just really cool to see like black women um diving into that. And that means like I could tap into it too, like having that that representation. Yeah, representation is so key, especially in the arts. And I think just when we start thinking about things such as identity, uh, there's just so many layers to who we are as people. So whether it's an identity as a Black woman, as a Black man, uh, whatever a person's uh, sexuality is, there's so many different layers to who we are as people. And I think the more that we see that represented in our passions, it's just it's just so powerful. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I think growing up in Philly, it's both some positives and some negatives. Um, but I definitely got everything that I needed to get from Philly, and it definitely saved me to who I am today. Absolutely. I went to Philadelphia for the first time this year, actually, actually and I love the city. I definitely, definitely want to go back. I was there for a conference. I was only in, like, downtown Philly for just about a week, but I just, I know I want to go back. I like the Philly vibe for sure. <laughs> I haven't been back in a minute. Um, I moved from Philly about six years ago because I joined the military. And I haven't been back probably, last time I visited like four years ago. Mm. So and everybody's like, when you coming back? When you coming back? I'll see. I'm going to try to get out there. Definitely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And you mentioned that you got your start as a poet, as a teenager. How did you get started? It actually started in middle school, but I started taking it seriously in high school. That's when I joined the slam team and we used to compete with other high schools. And like, I was always interested in poetry, but when I met like spoken words, I'm like, whoa, what is this? Um, I just feel like it resonated more. Like I always mm. liked story, but the poetry that's taught in school is more so kind of restricted. Like this has to rhyme or it has to be this many lines. So when I like was introduced to spoken word, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is what something I want to be a part of. So it kind of took off in high school and then I eventually became the president of Poetry Club. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Cause I think that, yeah, I have a similar story when I was in like English classes in high school, we would talk about poetry. We would talk about sonnets and like, oh, make sure you have this many syllables, this many rhymes, this line got to rhyme with that. But once I came down here to San Diego and got exposed to like a poetry slam, I was like, oh, there's soul here that y'all don't talk about in school. Right, right. I wish they talked about it more in school, but um, yeah, that's pretty much how I got started. And you go by Little Blue. Your website is littlebluepoetry.com. Where did that name come from? That's funny. So uh, I always said I wouldn't publicly say this, but my real name is Turquoise. So long story short, I was working at Dave and & Buster's and around the time, that's when I started like performing, doing my poetry. And I didn't like them saying like, coming to the stage, turquoise, it just ain't sound right. So one of my coworkers at Dave and & Buster's was like, they, he just called me Little Boy Blue. And I was like, that's it, but I'm not a boy. So right. <laughs> Blue, that's my stage name. So that's just how it came about. Okay, we, we love an origin story. And you recently, and I use recently lightly, but you came out with your collection of poetry uh, before I self-destruct. What made you want to publish your first poetry book? I talk a lot about like mental health in my book. And I'm like, I can't be the only one feeling like this. Mm. There's got to be somebody else that's scared to tell their story. So I wrote the book for me, but I, pu I published it for everyone else. Mm. So you don't feel alone or I kind of want to break the, the stigma that's attached to it. Like you can't talk about mental health or like I don't want people to think it's embarrassing. I want people to be more expressive or if you are going through depression, anxiety, write about it, talk about it. Absolutely. And I think that's some of the power that we have as poets is to be able to give people words to describe some of these things that we feel are such unique experiences. And as I was reading like the back cover of your book and can't wait to get it for myself and read it, I was talking about like family members and mental health. I think the short description of the book is about your experience with love, heartbreak, depression, and revitalization. And those are just so powerful categories that I know have so many layers to it. Uh, what do you feel like people learn about you through your poetry in that book? Hmm. Everything. Mm. Mainly my past. Um, you learn why I am the way I am today, why I maneuver the way I do. And even like most times when I date somebody, you start to date seriously. I'm like, read my book. I just give it to them. Like, read my book. If you want to know me and why I'm behaving the way I behave, read my book. <laughs> but I do want to drop a new book because I'm so different now. I mm. wrote that. I'm now 26. I started writing that at 18 and mm. kind of around like 20. 
So I'm just a different woman now. Um, but yeah, if you 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 gonna get to know me like for real. And even though I kind of hold back a little bit for next book, we not doing that. Y'all about to get the whole thing. Hey, I feel that say coming correct with the with the next one. But I, as an author myself too, I definitely relate to that because. I have my own poetry books and sometimes I get annoyed when people ask me questions I'm like, man, it's in the book. Like just, just go read them poems real quick. But I, I understand not everybody be reading, but I wrote my first book when I was, I was 20. And like you said, it's just, you grow so much to where you're just such a completely different person. But now I feel like these poetry books are kind of like a time capsule. It's like, this is who I was at this age. And it's still, it's still us all at this end of the day. Like you said, that's who you are. Those are your morals. That's your experience that all shapes who we are, but yeah, there's something powerful reading a book of poems that somebody really poured their heart into. Yeah, and honestly, it's my footprint. Like, I can never truly die now. Mm. Like, my book is something that's going to always be there. Um, and and you write about that, it being like a time capsule. Like, it kind of shows where I was in life. So even, so there's two parts to my book. There's like some poetry, and then there's the second half, there's like real text messages that I sent to people. Now, mm. I was military, and when you do stuff, you don't want it to be a, a reflection of the military. But one thing that I did was with those text messages, I put the military time that mm. I sent those messages so I could go back, like, okay, I was in the military when I published this, or like it's not directly linked to the military, but it's like a little Easter egg in there. Man, I love that. You're making me really excited to check this book out. Uh, where can people buy it? It is on Amazon and it is at Barnes & Noble online only. Barnes & Noble online only. Uh, definitely encourage folks tuning into this and listening to check that out. Um, want to transition a little bit to talk about your feature at Black Expression. So uh, it is coming up the next show right when this episode drops. On December 8th, what can people expect from you at Black Expression? Like, what's the vibe going to be like? It's about to be good. Transparency, definitely. I'm super excited to come back. Um, I want to uplift and talk about some Black love. I got some new poems about Black love that I think they would definitely want to hear. Um, so, yeah, those are definitely the, those are the vibes. We're going to get into some trauma, too. We're going to get yeah. into but Definitely, I want to uplift in type of mood. Hey, I know I know our audience is looking forward to it for sure. And as folks know, at Black Expression, we say if you feel it, express it. So we we here for everything that you feel in uh, bringing your yellow aura into the space. Definitely looking forward to it. And one more question about performance. What is your favorite thing about performing your poetry? I know we talked about like sharing stories and giving people like words to describe like things that maybe they felt like they're the only person experienced. But what do you enjoy about performing your poetry and sharing your gift with people? I think after each performance, I'm a new person and I just grow. Get over the fear of performing, get over the fear of telling my story and just grow. A lot of times I go into spaces at first feeling like I don't deserve to be in that space. And then I just end up at the end of it being like, this was my moment. I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be talking to these people. I do deserve to be here. I think mm -hmm. the favorite part about performing is the growth that comes with it. Mm -hmm. I love that concept of like growth happening at the end of every performance because 
Yeah, I think especially, and I know you know this as a performer, like when you get in your zone and you you kind of like you're there, but you like you deep into your bag at that point and you just come out of that, like it's that's such a unique experience, which is why I feel like every time you perform a piece like that exists in that specific place and time, like the people in the audience, the energy of the moment, how you feel that day, like that's all a part of that performance. So I definitely vibe with the idea of growing after every piece. Definitely, definitely. Uh, real quick, outside of poetry, what other things are you interested in or passionate about? Um, really passionate about criminal justice. Um, I'm currently a student at Portland State. Um, mainly just that and poetry. Uh, I'm very driven. Like I actually enjoy having like a nine to five. So that's something I'm really working on getting a career into like criminal justice and stuff. So that's something that I really want to do. Other than that, just chilling. I just be in the crib. I just be chilling. I, I try not to. I try to stay out the way. Lay low. <laughs> hey, you definitely on the same vibe I'm on. Just chilling, minding my business, staying out the way. Them's the vibes. Uh, where do you find inspiration? Like, who are your influences, either as a person, as a poet? Where do you get that inspiration and influence from? One of my favorite poets. And I first saw her at Black Expressions was Anita D. Mm. She is cold with it. I miss I miss watching her performances and or seeing her in person. But she was like, I was just blown away. Definitely love seeing her. Um, Ebony Stewart. That's another good one. A lot of my inspiration it comes from like pain. And I'm I'm trying to sift that. I'm trying to talk more about love. Write some more happy poems. But yeah, a lot of it comes from my experiences. Yeah, that's real. And I think we as poets, a lot of times, it's like, yeah, I want to, I want to talk about some happy poem or throw a, a feel good poem in there. But life's real, and sometimes you don't always get the like uplifting poetry. But I'm happy that you're pushing yourself to try to explore those other avenues within yourself. But yeah, I think pain produces such beautiful art sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Well, Little Blue, this has been a great insight to who you are as a person, as a poet. Definitely looking forward to getting this mini episode out to folks, just to be able to paint a full picture of who you are and who this performer is that's going to be featuring at Black Expression. I definitely, I'm more excited about, not that I wasn't already excited, but I'm even more excited about your performance, uh, just because I've had the opportunity to get to know you in this short time. Uh, but before we close out, just wanted to turn it over to you to see if there were any shameless plugs you have, anything you want to manifest on the podcast, uh, anything that folks should be on the lookout for. Hmm. I will be doing a show in, in LA at the Poetry Lounge. That is going to be December 5th on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So that's something as far as like in the area, like having another show, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I'm just hoping, I'm excited to see everybody. I'm excited to be back. It's been about five years since I've been on that mic. So I'm just happy, I'm just happy to be back home. <laughs> and we're blessed and very happy to have you. I uh, want to thank you so much for just taking the time to share your story on this mini podcast episode. Uh, listeners, if y'all are in LA, make sure y'all tap in with Little Blue uh, at the Poetry Lounge on December 5th on Tuesday. Uh, for those of y'all in San Diego or those of y'all who want to make y'all way to San Diego, uh, come on down to uh, 27286 Avenue down to San Diego on Friday. 
uh, December 8th. And we're, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be a great show. Uh, we'll have an open mic before and after the feature. So it's going to be all vibes, all love. And we're going to have a good time. But make sure y'all tap in with littlebluepoetry.com. Buy her book before i self-destruct uh make sure i follow the podcast banquet hall pod uh anything else you want to say before i close this out uh just thank you so much for having me i really appreciate you reaching out as i was saying super excited i can't wait like the week need to speed up so i could just get there already <laughs> hey, i definitely i definitely resonate with that thank you for your time uh listeners we'll catch you on the flip side <laughs>